0: Hello, Dogalos and Dogalads, it's your DocuDotty. Oh, why are y'all barking? Quiet. Welcome to another exciting episode of The Documenteers. Last week, we dealt with some race, but kind of not race, with the Rachel Divide, with our newest documenteer, Akil. Johnny will be joining today for a free documentary to view. We found this on YouTube, I think it's on the director's Vimeo page. But it is the film Shy Boys IRL by Sarah Gardafi. And it's about 35 minutes long. And it is about incels and shy boys. And yeah, we've been hearing about these dudes lately, right? What are they? Are they all van maniacs? Are they all Elliot Roger fuck motherfucker fuckheads? Well, I mean, it seems like there is a general fuckhead quality. But go into YouTube or Vimeo. Uh, search for Sarah Gardafee or Shy Boys IRL, you can see what Johnny and I are going to be discussing in this episode. We get into themes of masculinity and what that means and stereotypes, and ew, it's a lot to unpack. The documentaries, we are here to talk about documentaries. And as we talk about documentaries, we talk about the real shit that documentaries are having to deal with. Life, that's what documentaries are about. Therefore, Documenteers is also about that. Woo! Give us five stars on iTunes uh, and a review. We really love the folks that help us out in that regard. Uh, You can contact us on social networks, Facebook page, Twitter, Instagram at Documenteers. And you can hit us up on Podcast at gmail.com. Special thanks to A2, who does our original theme. And without fear there a dear. let's uh, go through this movie, Shy Boys, IRL, by director Sarah Gardafee. Findable for free. Look for it today. Keep on docking. Now, here is a motion picture film, a thousand feet, 16,000 separate photographs. Let's tidy up this tangle of film by putting it on a reel.
1: I think it's going to happen eventually, and I'm just frustrated that it hasn't happened I've never kissed a girl, I haven't gotten anything. Losing it at 17 and then going like 10 years before doing it again, I think that's pretty, uh, that's not normal. I never already offered this, but do any old Takis? I'm good for now. Thank you. Okay. Thank you.
0: Expired Takis are a sponsor of today's show. Now, Johnny, some serious shit has gone down in O' Toronto, where some creep show, some psycho creep show, mowed people down on the streets. I I guess he's driving a truck or a van, and he murdered some people, got out, kept pulling out a wall, trying to get cops to shoot him. There's two shocking things in this story. One is that this guy murdered people. That is usually shocking. And the second being that police were involved and they showed restraint. But this guy obviously wanted to die, and the police were like, wait, this guy wants that? Let's not give him that. And they arrest this guy. And this guy was a part of something called Incel, which uh, is a predominantly online community that seemed to come from, in various degrees this guy represented the extreme nature of it. I mean, basically committed an act of terrorism. And some extreme examples I've seen of the incel community have been wanting to kill so-called
1: chads, which they call like handsome bros. bros. Incel means, of course. Involuntarily celibate or involuntary celibates. Guys who
0: want to meet women or get laid or whatever and just cannot pull it off.
1: And to the best of my knowledge, he did not seem to have too much of a link with incel from what i understand really most of what i read was the biggest link he had the biggest link they could find at least a few days after the attack whenever i read it was that he posted on facebook quote the incel rebellion has already begun we will overthrow all the chads and stacys all hail the supreme gentleman elliot roger elliot
0: roger's the the psycho who shot up a bunch of people because he was such a gentleman, and he didn't understand why women wanted to, yeah. didn't want to be with him. This guy had a
1: fucking manifesto, a royal dirtbag piece of shit. He killed six people, according to the same BBC article, in a stabbing and shooting spree in Isla Vista, California. And he released this video about how, like, he's such a nice guy, women don't love him, the world owes him everything, I'm rich and dumb. Because of that guy
0: and this douche nuts in Toronto... Now everyone knows what incels are.
1: I've only known what incels are for about a week.
0: Same here. It's some uh, maybe a, I think I heard about it not too long before the Toronto incident. Word of advice, if you want to meet people, don't double down and call yourself an incel, you know.
1: Self-fulfilling
0: prophecy. There you go. You're self-fulfilling your own prophecies. Now the world wants to know more about incels. And who can blame them? I mean, this is a bizarre angle of an internet community, I'm trying to kind of connect. I probably had in my younger days, some frustrations trying to meet people.
1: Fuck, I'm 33 and I still do.
0: It wasn't totally dry, but, but there were, you know, periods of time where it seemed almost impossible and it would get very frustrating, but I never would go on online communities. I was just like, well, I'll just keep trying and keep hoping I meet someone that's nice. You know, Right. (laughs) I didn't blame everyone but myself.
1: Okay, I'm not gonna lie, like, in my white male teenage angst, there were moments where I was like, oh, I'm such a nice guy, why can't I find a girlfriend? Why doesn't it work out whenever I like somebody? Or why am I not happy in the relationships I do get in? After a while, I realized, you know, being a nice guy wasn't good enough. Like, you you have to be a good person. Being nice is just something that is generally
0: expected. Not always required, because being nice is about what you're saying or what you're doing in a moment. You can be nice and not be sincere. Absolutely. It can just be like this knee-jerk reaction to something,
1: this Southern upbringing that we're used to. I was about to say, take this from two Southern guys. Being nice is not the same thing as being good. Being hospitable is not the same thing as being welcoming or inclusive. Or a good person. Or a good person. It's almost just like a habit. Bless your heart
0: means fuck you. We know that now.
1: (laughs) Kind of like the Southern way of calling somebody the R-word. (laughs)
0: being sincere is more important than just being nice being nice is not something that anyone deserves praise for how many times have you you'll hear like a criticism of a person this person did this or that and then someone will be like but they're really nice well you know what who who gives a fuck (laughs) it's like saying but he pays his light bill every month it's like (laughs) so you should be nice it's good to be nice but there are days where you're just not going to be It's like saying
1: somebody's handsome because they shower. (laughs) Being nice is just like basic social hygiene. It doesn't mean anything about you as a person.
0: But in our journeys and understanding the incel community, we have come across a documentary that you can watch for free on YouTube. On YouTube. That's a theme of yours and mine episode, even if we can't maintain the religious theme every time. it They're
1: usually free.
0: Our movies you
1: can watch for nothing. If, if you have a Hulu or a yeah. Netflix streaming account, which, I mean, let's be real. Well, Who doesn't borrow their friend's password every now and then? Of
0: course. Well, you you shuffle them around. One friend's got Netflix. The other friend has HBO Go. You, you swap. Yeah, you have Netflix.
1: They have Hulu. Somebody else got Spotify.
0: Somebody's got YouTube Red. We came across a documentary called Shy Boys, IRL, which stands for in real life. We'll just call it Shy Boys. Directed by Sarah Gardafee. This is copyright 2011. I think it maybe came out a little after that, around 2013, is when I saw there was a lot of articles written about it during that time. There is actually a fairly recent interview with Sarah Gardafee on the podcast, last podcast on the left. Oh, no way. They interview her, and she describes making this movie. And actually, a few people in this movie, fortunately, were actually helped by the experience of being filmed for this documentary. And this was apparently her s- her senior project when she was in school, film school or something. So shout out to a I'm, podcast that's way more popular than ours. So make sure you check that and out. And clearly
1: ahead of the curve.
0: Enough about a podcast that doesn't need our help. We're like, a, <laughs> we're like a blip compared to those guys. Shy Boys, it is free to watch. 30 minutes long, a short one. Half hour, I watched it during breakfast. We start by seeing a nerdy kid. He's climbing over off the side of a building. And it looks like he's climbing off a building to his death. And that actually comes back around towards the end and what he says and stuff. And it kind of turns out to be a convenient metaphor for this uh, self-cycle these guys are
1: stuck in. I don't want to get into stereotypes of how losery these guys are, how pale and pasty they are. How socially awkward they are, how ugly they are, and how ugly they see themselves. I know that's a stereotype. I know that's something that is said about men's rights advocates. Yes. Or men's rights activists rather. There's a lot of stereotypes going on around going on about these guys, about how they're just basically losers. I wanted to get a chance to humanize them a little more to find out what's what's going on in these dudes' lives, right? I don't want to be like you're right and your behavior is totally acceptable, but we don't know how to fix it if we don't know what's wrong.
0: The guys we meet in this documentary, they're not these. You don't get the vibe for a second that they're the type that are going to drive a van through a crowd of people. Maybe one of them,
1: <laughs> actually.
0: And they each have a quality about them that you can identify their problem that's all very different. They present in a few different categories. One is Love Shy. The kid that looks like he's climbing off the building. I think his name is Mike. I call him Blonde. Michael. Michael. He's not really this like, everyone owes me things kind of kid.
1: No, he's he's got acne. He's real pasty. He's got, you know, maybe strawberry blonde hair. And he just, even, you know, when the girl behind the, when the lady behind the camera is talking to him, I don't want to call her a girl. She's obviously a grown-ass woman making a documentary she's, about people that... She's a sister doing it for herself. Damn straight. Fists in the air, ladies. Is that a song? Is that a Beyonce
0: lyric? You never heard that uh, Aretha Franklin... Any Linux No. doing the sisters are doing it for themselves? No. I'll just shoehorn a clip in right now.
1: That was great, Bobby. So, <laughs> You were saying about Michael? He legitimately does seem shy. He doesn't seem entitled. He doesn't have, I mean, I guess we could just go through his actions and say that he doesn't seem entitled by the end of the documentary. But honestly, he just doesn't. He doesn't seem like the type. He just seems like he has some self-esteem issues, probably some depression. I'm just going to put a late diagnosis on all of these guys um, one by one, starting with Michael saying he's probably just got self-esteem issues. And hasn't had the best luck because we do live in a beauty-obsessed culture and a culture that is obsessed with, with achievement and status, and he doesn't have that.
0: Each diagnosis that you can give to the people presented in this movie is slightly different. I'm not going to lie. It seems glaringly obvious to me. Michael, yeah, he seems a little more open, a little more sensitive. He's not trying to push his weight around kind of guy. He, He does not come off entitled. He seems like he could have been me when I was 15. And
1: he runs this website for... An incel community. For shy boys to get together and support each other. Some of them are clearly not the
0: supportive type. Now, Michael represents, he more embodies the love-shy aspect of the incel community.
1: Stereotypical nerd that would be best friends with Molly Ringwald by the end of the movie. And we meet a guy named, he calls himself Advanced. They're going
0: by, a lot. A few of these guys go by, there are handles on these boards. And he's very down on himself. You get very quick that this guy, he has body dysmorphia. We're not psychiatrists, psychologists. We're It's not really our place to make... Any clinical judgments, but we will, because that's the documenter's <laughs> promise we make, is that we will throw out judgments based on, well, not based on nothing. We're smart people who can kind of see that
1: people have problems. We'll just take a glance at you and tell you what you got. Yeah, we're going to judge the book by your cover. If you're concerned about it, you know, you can go see a professional. I'm, I, uh, I recommend that to every other person anyway, so... But Advance has claimed
0: to have over 1,000 real-life rejections and over 2,000 online rejections. You hear Sarah's voice in this movie. You don't really see her that much. You see her kind of—it's not focusing on her. She's—you see Sarah in the environment with these
1: guys. I appreciate her demeanor throughout the entire thing, too.
0: But she's like, "Did you really count all
1: those?" You kind of believe that Advance probably did literally count all of it. He might have. Or he could have gotten 30 rejections and they felt like a thousand. He talks about
0: how he aims for the bottom of the barrel when it comes to women. Quote, fat
1: chicks? Yeah.
0: Ugly chicks? And uh, that might explain that kind of terminology is not going to help him meet any type of person.
1: What, the fat, ugly, or the chicks? <laughs> any. Which part? All of them don't like. Which part would hinder my
0: chances in meeting women, Bobby? He points out at the sound guy. Sound guy is this young looking dude. He's a college kid. Mm-hmm. He Looks like he's thirteen. He's just very young, and he talks about how that sound guy he probably can get any woman he wants. And he's not sound. The like sound kid is he's a normal looking kid. He's not what you would call ugly.
1: Advanced is really hating on his own looks. He's when a tall Advanced guy. describes himself, she said, "What is what is unattractive about you to women? You think that's not verbatim, by the way. That's that's our." That's our catchphrase yeah. here. Said, what's wrong is, like, I don't have a job. I'm ugly. So my value is zero. Immediately, I'm like, one of those things can be fixed. But he's not and ugly. And the other thing can be helped. Like, he's not an ugly dude. No, he's tall. I have some very lovable friends who I won't say which ones, but look kind of like him. <laughs> you definitely get the vibe that this guy
0: had a... Slight twist in personality. I feel like I've seen guys that look like him all the time. Yeah, and they don't have problems out in the world. But this guy seems to be a little bit on the spectrum.
1: He's, I didn't. I didn't want to give that diagnosis, but I've. I have friends on the spectrum, and he seems to have. He exhibits a lot of the same behavioral characteristics, and he seems
0: to be. A lot of these guys in this movie are going by some kind of checklist of attraction that is preset. They seem to be going by these dated rules
1: of attraction that mean nothing. Someone needs to just play these guys some Ramones or some Serge Gainsbourg. Someone who's fuck ugly, who got, who had so many women, but I like, love them, you know? I don't want them to learn by Serge Gainsbourg's example, personally. <laughs> Angela and I, we absorb a lot of true crime. We've gone through
0: so many stories of these psychopathic meat shows that somehow have wives and people in their life that will And sometimes not only are oblivious to how psycho their man is, but in some cases
1: even kind of help him. Right. Because psychopaths are charming. People who are good at being psychopaths are charming. Yes. I know some dumbest shit sociopaths.
0: That's the thing about that mentality, is that they learn how to tell say and give you what you want. But if you want to get
1: what they want, yeah. But
0: if you want to shatter that facade of a psychopath, then give them nothing. When they ask for it, and they will turn on a dime. And when they feel like they can't get anything out of you, then their true colors will show. Damn straight. But advance is talking about how jealousy is of the sound kid, who's just a normal looking kid. And in many circles, this kid would not be some Adonis ideal. <laughs> but to these incel dudes, he's like, "What? Me? I'm I'm the hot one? Okay. You know, you can tell he feels very awkward about it. Oh, poor guy. We meet a dude named. Anthony at a something called Genericon, which is, I guess, uh, a convention for generics. Anthony has this New Jersey accent. I kind of like it. And he's with his friend named Adam. They're both incels. And Adam's wearing a tripoint hat. I don't understand he, how he's not attracting people wearing this hat. <laughs> well, with his ponytail and his thin, dark facial hair? All these people connect on forums online. Yeah. And Michael points out that the extreme guys are not really labeled with the love shy label. They're more embody the incel label. And advanced is kind of like that. He he comes off more as the incel type because he acknowledges that he can't meet people, but he's also throwing out all these judgments and all these self criticisms. He's a lot more bitter than the other dudes too. They fully admit that they cannot connect with women for a myriad of reasons, and when you try to explain to them maybe what they're doing that seems to be not helpful, then they have some explanation about how they're wrong. Somehow they are experts in this this society that they can't maneuver in. You're admitting that you can't pull this off, so stop talking like you know how all this works. Right. Because you don't. And not everything should be measured in this sense of attraction. There is more to life than this, and, and if you just get out there and you just be yourself, then I promise people will be drawn to you. These guys struggle so much. They probably do not know how to have proper platonic female friendships. And uh, and when they hear me say that, they'll probably be like, dude, I know 100 women that are uh, platonically friends with me. And I'm like— I'm
1: friend-zoned everywhere.
0: And I'm talking more in the sense of— you have a platonic friendship, and you and it, it really is good training to have this with the opposite gender or the gender you're attracted to. But you experience this with regular friendships. They don't have proper practice with intimate, non-sexual moments. That is super true. That really helps to gain perspective on those kind of environments, and it can be challenging. Hell, I was really trying to relate to these guys as best as I could. And there are moments in my life when I was much younger where it felt. I mean. I've been married for five years. I've been with the same woman for a dozen. Her episodes are on this podcast. You all know her. She's probably the the most popular one right now. Wait, it's not me. Uh, I think you're a solid number two. Cool. You, you have to fight
1: Stuart to the death. So I'm glad you mentioned that though, because immediately I was like, "Where's the what? What kind of what kind of feedback are their female friends giving them? Like, are they friends with women?" Where's the life advice coming from that? Because I've been friends with girls since I was I was pretty young, you know. Sure. I've got two sisters. I've and you know a mom that I was really close to. I got along with girls really well on a platonic level, and I feel like it's uh it's given me a much better perspective on life and on myself. I mean, I'm not totally where I should be, but I wondered like it seems like there's a total lack of feedback in what they're saying that this stuff is just bouncing around in their own heads and they're bouncing it off of each other, but it doesn't seem like they're actually listening to the women in their life. If there are any,
0: they're lost in their own white noise. Uh, I want to be honest and we can, okay. I thought you were gay.
1: Is that right? Yeah. Until just now?
0: I think so. Well, I wasn't hundred (laughs) percent sure. I thought maybe you were gay or bi. I don't want to assume too much. But uh, we've also had discussions on asexuality, right? So, right? 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 So I, ha- so I never was sure. But
1: you know, I've gotten that for a really long time. Really? Yeah, yeah. I absolutely have, and uh, no, I'm, I'm actually straight. Oh well, now we know. <laughs> we can edit that and, out. And not right. asexual? No, it's okay. Oh, okay. Um, I've just, uh, I've learned to project an asexual not persona for, for some reason. I thought for it's a, just become part of my. I thought
0: maybe you were asexual because that's something you and I have just discussed. I think we're both legitimately fascinated
1: by that. Yeah, I am because I think, as someone who doesn't date much, you know, it, uh, you see that our society is obsessed with sex. Whether you're gay, straight, trans, non binary, anything, it seems like sex is at, the forefront of everything in our culture and have you seen the documentary on asexuality yes it was fascinating like they went to a pride parade they wanted to add uh, the a to the lgbtq the gay community didn't really know what to make of them
0: both the the gay and heterosexual sides looked at these people like disbelief as someone who can be a sexual person i guess i can understand that i I
1: wouldn't be happy doing what you do forever
0: yeah I understand the initial reaction to that, but at the same time, is it that much of a stretch to think that someone just may not feel that in the same way that other people do? I mean, people come in all varieties, and I find it very
1: fascinating. It's, It's really strange, but bringing it back to these guys, it's really, it's interesting. First of all, like, it doesn't seem like, aside from maybe the two of them, the guy at Genericon and Michael... The guy who started Shy Boys or Shy Guys? Yeah, he runs
0: the... I don't think he started,
1: but he runs... At the point of this
0: movie, he runs that He runs the website, yeah.
1: Aside from those two, the other guys, they're not talking about emotional intimacy. They're not talking about having a partner for life. They're literally just obsessed with getting fucked. Yeah. Or fucking something. Why not just buy it? Advanced wants to get fucked, and this guy that we meet later who is the aspiring pickup artist The third just aspect. wants to fuck something, fuck anything.
0: The third aspect of these incel groups are, yes, pickup artists, which are apparently pickup artists who, I guess, maybe pull it off, will go on these communities and recruit shy boys or incel guys and mm-hmm. train them. And this guy that we meet, he acts like he's a, a very well-trained pickup artist but he's only been doing it for like two months so he's this guy and he describes pickup artists as they use fashion and worse to seduce
1: uh well oh boy do they use fashion! <laughs> oh lord have mercy
0: and that uh he and he reveals he's two months in the training but his confidence is very manufactured and his jerkiness is almost so forced but it's really interesting as it goes forward with this guy this guy kind of becomes whether he intends to or not kind of becomes a little more vulnerable as it goes on you start to there are things
1: revealed about this guy that kind of come up a little more that i i did think that was fascinating but in the beginning this guy he's clearly a stud <laughs> he's clearly studly he is wearing sunglasses in a dark hotel room he's got a goatee he's got backstage tickets for the Shine Down concert i'm sure he does
0: <sighs> Down the of a boat, a
1: and his name is Urban White Trash. That's what he calls That's himself. his online handle. Urban White Trash. First of all, you want to talk about self-fulfilling prophecies. First of all, don't call yourself urban unless you have <laughs> an urbane lifestyle. <laughs> well, urban just means you live in a city, right? Yeah. Does he, though? He looks like he lives in a trailer. He He does kind
0: of have that look. Which is fine. I grew up in a trailer. It's no big deal.
1: But don't pretend like living in a trailer is the pinnacle of fashion. (laughs) So Urban White Trash, it seems like regardless of whether or not he does live in a trailer, that seems to be what he's already trying to project with his handle. And he has so much advice for these other guys. Some of the other guys are asked about
0: specifically the pickup artist aspects. Michael, the more sensitive type, he's not, he's not going to ever go the route of totally disrespecting women. Anthony, he makes a pretty profound statement. He says, you got to be yourself because at the end of the day, that's what you're going to be. In advance, and probably one of the smartest things he says throughout the movie, describes pickup artists like a pyramid, get rich, quick kind of scheme.
1: Yeah, and he has advice for them, too. His advice was, he counts on his fingers. One, be attractive. Be hot. Be good looking. Be muscular. (laughs) His list of don'ts? Not verbatim. Don't be ugly. (laughs) Don't be unattractive. Don't be average. Don't be fat. (laughs) Don't be average. Don't be omega. Because apparently, to him omegas are genetic trash yeah they're not alpha they're not beta they're at the very end of the greek alphabet a guy in a leather fedora
0: which is with a speech impediment explains the greek alphabet rankings i love
1: how he asks her are you familiar with the greek alphabet (laughs) you know what good like she hasn't been to fucking college well
0: good for him for asking her instead of just assuming that she doesn't
1: well you know little lady yeah (laughs) Omega is the last letter in the
0: Greek alphabet. It's better to ask than to assume that she doesn't. So. You, you
1: got a point there. Yeah, he yeah. did not seem like a not. He also did not seem like a not sweet guy. He just seemed like he had trouble with women. I'm going to be honest.
0: Urban White trash. He deprecates the dudes around him because that's what that pickup artist lifestyle has instructed him to do. But He also is trashing himself because he's not most of these things. <laughs> right. The attractive part is subjective. And... I don't think that for the people that we focus on the most in this movie, by my own standards, which would mean nothing to them, I don't think any of these guys are necessarily just physically unattractive.
1: Not really. They are not any more unattractive than a lot of my happily married or happily, what's the word for people who have just been happily living together for a long time? Um, my happily cohabitating friends. Oh my God, there's a, I
0: think it's the ringtone on his phone or he keeps playing this song over and over again.
1: I think I missed that.
0: But he starts playing Inya, that one off the Pure mood soundtrack.
1: Wait, which one? Was that Advanced or was that Urban White Trash? Urban
0: White Trash, he plays Inya. Listen to this music, guys.
1: What is this music? It's just beautiful music.
0: There's uh, uh, at least two other. <laughs> There's at least two other points in this movie where he's just playing Inya, just one of those odd scenes. I love, I love a random ass odd scene that has seemingly nothing to do with what's going on, but Urban White Trash fucking loves Inya.
1: <laughs> he's trying to project the most macho vibe that I've seen in a long time. like This is spring break Panama City type macho that he's trying to put out there. And he dresses these other guys up. Before he does that, he points out to the sound guy again like the other
0: guy did, how talking about how he was jealous of the sound guy. Urban White Trash points at the sound guy, His name is Kyle. At this point, we know his name is Kyle. It's probably just Kyle's natural style. (laughs) Again, Kyle's just a normal kid, and he describes him, yeah, this kid's a closer. Now, Kyle could easily go into any environment and feel like a beta male. But in this environment, he's, these guys look at him like he's the fucking King Alpha. And he's just this kid
1: holding a boom mic. Oh, man, I I do feel bad for him. (laughs)
0: <laughs> but urban white trash takes them shopping
1: advanced is dressed up as cool as he can possibly be dressed bless his heart got an oversized white leather jacket
0: urban white trash he's he's really pushing the rudeness he's pointing out like he's picking out clothes for him because they're ugly and there, at one point i think advanced is walking by them and urban white trash goes get the fuck out of my way it just seems so forced like, oh, I'm supposed to do this yeah. right now. I think Urban White Trash is actually a sweetheart. We know he hates himself because the documenteers, we promise to
1: judge people, and we know that Urban White Trash hates himself. I'm just really fucking tired of sweethearts who mistreat women and use them as objects. Like, I don't care how nice you are. Get your fucking shit together.
0: But they're all hanging with Urban White Trash because their goal now advanced and Michael. Let's hang out with this pickup artist. Who's a trainee who's in the same incel boat as they are. I'm not sure what they think they can learn
1: from this guy. Uh, he said he used to be incel. Now he's just a shy guy. Ooh, Urban White Trash? Yeah. No, he dude. used to be incel. Now he's just a shy boy. Yeah, I know you're
0: really a shy boy, but you, the way you're acting is kind of incel It's
1: really fucking incel It absolutely is.
0: Advance reveals that he once had rhinoplasty. He's had a nose job, and he wants to get more cosmetic surgery. This guy is not an ugly guy. He has, we pointed out that he's probably on the spectrum, but this guy is not ugly. He's tall. He's actually pretty lean. I would say he's probably better looking than me. This guy
1: could just, you could see him at a punk show or something, you know? I mean, really, yeah. Just give him some choppy hair and some ripped jeans. He'd fit right in. I don't see why he's just trying to do this bro thing.
0: And in a fine example of self-fulfilling
1: prophecy,
0: uh, Advance points out that he knows more about "Quote fat chicks than anybody on the planet," and he's really focused in on this. This kind of reminds me of that Elliot Rogers kind of thing, where it's like, "I'm entitled to this. I can't even get this," and it's like, "You're not even showing that you respect any of these people on a level." No, and I don't know how capable you are of even showing that. If for some reason you can't kind of share those level of emotions, I feel legitimately bad for you but if you can't experience that connective level of emotion in a way to just kind of just let things just kind of happen like that these guys are going down a literal checklist of these expectations they're oh,
1: flushing themselves damn, down the damn toilet
0: this movie is a fine example how the unfair beauty standards that we thrust upon women how they can negatively affect
1: men as well especially if you buy into the whole thing that like men are attracted to looks, they're more visual. Women are attracted to confidence, they're attracted to success. That's why there's so many Trumps marrying Melania's. Your value comes from basically whether or not capitalism has rewarded you. That I believe that that sexism that expects women to be classically pretty and submissive probably expects them to be a little bit dumber than you as well as a man, that can backfire. And when you don't see yourself as alpha, when you don't see yourself as successful, and when you don't see yourself as someone who could possibly have any kind of confidence, all of a sudden you believe you have no social currency.
0: Those expectations are too rigid and it's not allowance of personality types. It doesn't allow for the aspects of people, that can be unique,
1: you know? It's not allowing for the full range of masculinity or allowing for any femininity in men at all.
0: And there is ranges to these things. Yeah. People don't... To my wife, my wife has pointed out that she has this type. She likes the look of a cowboy type, but when a cowboy type opens their mouth, they, <laughs> they have to say the most liberal shit ever. <laughs> That's kind of her ideal. And I think I'm the closest she can probably get to that. <laughs> she points out that there are the masculine aspects of me that she does like. Yeah. And there is certain parts of me that do come off very masculine. These great dulcet tones, for example. Absolutely. But there are plenty of, like, I'm, I'm shitty with cars. It took me, like, three years to figure out how to kind of maintain my mower. There are just some generic yeah. things that are associated with men that I'm, like, I don't fucking know.
1: I mean, you're talking to a dude right now who's wearing, like, patterned skinny jeans. But neither of
0: us are any less men. Fuck no. Men. Good men. Good masculinity. We need to not be ashamed of masculinity or femininity.
1: In any of its forms.
0: it to be diverse.
1: Except the toxic kind.
0: it to be diverse. It doesn't even have to stick to singular genders. It can be utilized by anyone who wants to wield it. Just don't be a dick about it urban white trash.
1: Did you see when they were on the shy boys website, there was a, I don't want to call him a gentleman. There was a man okay, who posted a thread that said, my government still has not found me a girlfriend. <laughs> I've seen a few screenshots of these kinds of guys floating around the internet. And they basically believe that in America. And I believe this guy is Croatian. He describes himself, I'm sorry, as a fucked-up kid from somewhere in Europe. He has clinical depression and identifies as a former incel, according to this Jezebel article. He denies being an MRA, but one of his posts is entitled, Hello, Angry SJW Feminists. So one of the weirdest things about him is that it seems like he wants to socialize the dating scene. He wants it to be government-funded, and he wants to have the government to pay women who volunteer to go on 20 to 30 dates with a man to see if anything works out. So he doesn't So do- he wants it to be a fundamental human right, like health care, good pay, maternity leave, dating. Those women might want it
0: to be a fundamental human right to not have to fuck him if they don't want to. I know, right?
1: <laughs> to be fair, he did say that this was voluntary, volunteer for the program. However, it seems like he's saying that he is entitled to sex workers. He's describing a government-run escort agency. That part, I think out of everything, is really fucking infuriating. And you see different levels of toxicity in these guys in this stock. Just that thread that I saw that I had to look into.
0: Urban White Trash points out that Kyle has a lot of feminist views. Kyle, the sound guy. Kyle, the sound guy. Who's the alpha in this room. Probably the first time he's been an alpha ever or been called one anyway. And Kyle responds like, well, yeah, I think women are people just like everyone else. (laughs) (laughs) And Irma White Trash and advance go tell him how he's wrong. And him saying that is an example of how he's brainwashed. Oh, that was advanced. Or Advanced, yes. But Urban White Trash is on its side, at least in this... Urban White Trash is definitely leading the charge there. And this is a fine example of how they present themselves as experts in a world that they can't navigate at all.
1: Well, to go back to when they were asking Advanced, this is the film crew. And by the way, this isn't a very long documentary, so we're picking apart scenes here because I'm going to say right now, it's pretty fucking concise. Yeah. This documentary is succinct for... You said this was a college student who did it?
0: Yeah, it's her senior senior year. Sarah Gardafee.
1: My God, it was amazing. Um, So there's a lot to pick apart in these scenes. They were asking advance, the film crew was, including including Sarah, I believe. You know, how does he know so much about women? Like, are you learning this from your female friends? Do you have female friends who are big girls? Mm-hmm. Are you... uh? Is this from people in your family? He's like, no, just in social situations when I'm observing. (laughs) I just learn things about them. It's men making assumptions about women when they clearly don't have many in their lives.
0: Filtered through their bitterness.
1: Filtered through their sexual frustration that they have allowed to turn into bitterness. Yes,
0: which has been pent up for years and just makes it worse and worse and harder and harder on them. Herbal White Trash points out,
1: and I think he's
0: more like, I'm sure this is a thing, but it, he's definitely talking a lot about himself without mm-hmm. without just saying I. But he talks about how incels like softcore porn. Yeah. And he talks about how he doesn't like vaginas and how they look.
1: That's right. And he
0: says, <laughs> I'll never forget this. He says vaginas. They're too well, low. guys probably don't.
1: It's- They're too low? It's- yes. What do you
0: mean they're too low? I wish they were parallel with my dick. What? These guys are not humorists, okay?
1: No, they're kind of no, they're, they're like don't. kids where not they're on purpose.
0: they're like kids where they're funny without without even knowing they're being funny. Vaginas are too low. Wish they were parallel to my dick. I assume he wants to have sex standing up, ramrod straight. Do you think this guy's really sat down and analyzed his sliding scale of sexuality? Sexuality is a sliding scale. That's mm-hmm. why it goes over here. Sometimes people go a little bit both. So, you know, it's like politics. You know, where, where are you at? That's a way oversimplification. But has this guy really analyzed, like, what he truly wants? Is he really sexually charged by women? Or is this just something about the social acceptance that he seeks?
1: I got the idea that he wanted to project that. He wanted to do this. He wanted to put this total bro scuzz bag persona out there this pickup artist persona like i said it didn't seem like he wanted companionship and it doesn't even seem like he likes vaginas now so it's kind of hmm it's a little bit it is interesting and you clearly do see that with a lot of closeted men yeah it's bizarre at least it's a stereotype yeah for sure closeted men to be like you think maybe this guy
0: is asexual and he just hasn't kind of connected to that
1: you know, fuck if I know. I we, could not tell you we are not the ones to determine that, but it's just a question or maybe he has built there's also an option that maybe he's built up such an ideal of women in his head, maybe by watching so much fucking softcore porn, yeah, that a real woman's body freaks him out. maybe it happens um, I've heard it happening with a lot of men who get their sexual education. From pornography, is that when they encounter a real woman naked, it grosses them out. I
0: uh, encountered hardcore pornography at a very young age. I found some videotape. It didn't really have that effect, but it did generate at way too early an age, like unfair sexual expectations, right, on future partners. Agreed. And and it took me a long time to. I mean, no sexual judgments ever. Everyone should get what they want but it it took me a long time to maybe realize that certain things can be fun but they're not things that always have to be
1: done the straight guy here straight white guy Mm -hmm. we just found out i'm straight (laughs) the thing i got out of this documentary more than anything and we're not even at the end yet right but the thing i got out of this documentary more than anything was that women are more and more leading the charge trying to be seen as people and as equal to men and honestly like men like us don't always know what to do with it sometimes yeah we're trying to figure our way through it i mean and for some of these guys it's apparently either harder for them or they are refusing to learn about how women actually are you know it seems like everything they have aside from michael he seems okay and the other guy they just have legitimate shyness i think but the other guys, the what we would consider more toxic males
0: They're desperate to categorize everything.
1: They're desperate to categorize
0: everything. And, and nothing but shit doesn't always conveniently fit in a package.
1: And they seem more interested in fucking than relationships. Yeah.
0: So just buy it. I guess that might negate their point scale. Some made up fucking point scale.
1: Or, you know, get your up. government
0: to <laughs> <laughs> pay some women to go on dates with you. Urban White Trash. He
1: actually seems to be very open and honest. About himself when he actually started talking about his history of somehow striking out with women, his confidence drops mm-hmm. that confident facade, which was not convincing to begin with. I think the beater, totally drops
0: being around the director seemed to kind of by the end of the movie do him a little good. You could tell these guys maybe don't have a lot of experience with like platonic intimacy, and yeah. I think Sarah maybe gave him more of that in getting him to talk about himself may have been his first real dose he's gotten of that in a long time.
1: I mean, I assume that, especially with Urban White Trash, if he met a woman on the street, he would not try to develop a friendship with her. He would try to pick her up. Yeah. So, yeah, they were kind of covertly herded into the situation where they were made to talk platonically with a woman.
0: That had to have been one of the most therapeutic moments for him.
1: Because that's so important. You know what also would be therapeutic for them? What? Therapy. (laughs) I looked further into this incel thing, you know, and one of them just said, the only thing I hear from these leftist morons is that I should get therapy. I'm going to be real for a second. I haven't been real this entire... Therapy's changed my fucking life, dude. I used to be very, very, very socially shy. And after years of therapy, I found out that i am just introverted. I had a lot of issues with depression, social anxiety, all kinds of things from the past that I had to dredge up and fight and kill one by one, right? It takes years. It's not easy and I couldn't just lay back on the couch and eat Cheetos and play World of Warcraft. You have to work at this shit. Don't get me wrong, I love laying on the couch and eating Cheetos. It's like one of my favorite things. But I think that's what all of these guys need. They have serious self-esteem issues. They clearly have a hard time connecting socially, which is something, as imperfectly as I do it sometimes, I had to relearn to do at a point. And I feel like that's something that they need. It seems to be the one thing they're refusing. It's like an alcoholic who tries everything except recovery. They need to take a hard
0: look at their self-sabotage. Very interesting that you shared that. One thing that I've heard about you that people seem to really admire about you is how you're you have this ability to kind of be comfortable or be yourself in various gatherings so long as nothing crazy is happening like violence or something but that you can just kind of be in a moment and just kind of be there and you're not over overly concerned most of the time about who or what is around you you kind of seem to have a genuine curiosity to connect Mm -hmm. with wherever you're at
1: well i always i always had that but that That social persona is maybe only like four or five years old. I I had to work at it. You have to build that kind of shit from scratch. Some people have to build that kind of shit from scratch. Some people come by it naturally. You know, before therapy, I was also intimidated by feminism. I believed in it, but like some of the things they said made me feel a little bit bad about myself. Sure. I might deal with a little of that myself. But usually when I went through, when I picked apart all these issues one by one, Turns out I believed in the vast majority of them. Turns out I didn't hate feminism, I just had a self-esteem issue. It seems like with men who don't have it easy socially, sometimes that seems to be the first thing they blame. It's not right, but it does seem to be the natural progression.
0: Urban White Trash, he says, I'm shy around people, I'm trying to impress, because to me it's just all a game. And then he quotes that song, Hallelujah maybe
1: there's a god above but all i ever learned from love was how to shoot at someone who outdrew you i don't yeah. even know what that means he's clearly quoting jeff buckley's version which by the way i love hallelujah the song changed my life it's fucking beautifully written it is the the pinnacle of songwriting to me aside from many things that john prine has done it's a good song i could go it is the rest of my life without hearing it again too many fucking people have covered it I maybe listen to Jeff Buckley's version once a year and enjoy it. Everyone else can shut the fuck up except for Leonard Cohen. Leonard Cohen, through the lens of Jeff Buckley at this point, is saying, using the entire song to say that I was in a relationship. We had good times. Things went wrong. We did things we regretted. And so it's not a victory march. This is clearly over. It's not a victory march. It's a cold and it's a broken hallelujah. And shooting someone who outdrew you, I could be wrong. Um, you can email this to us along with your Werner Herzog erotica. <laughs> I could be wrong about this lyric, but he was talking about revenge, getting back at the person who hurt you. Saying something mean to the person who said something mean to you. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I Cheating get. on the person who cheated on you, shooting someone who outdrew you. You've been destroyed, and all you want to do is get back at them. Accidentally... Lucid there for a second. I really think it seems like he just wants revenge on the women who rejected him.
0: You know, Irma White Trash, he seems to have a very sincere relationship with music and the way he looks at it. But that's a good angle to have sincere relationships with other people. He needs to bail on this pickup artist shit Mm -hmm. and double down on the fact that music seems to genuinely drive him. We're big music fans. Mm -hmm. It's kind of what has been the spark to our friendship is music. Agreed. And cults. Yeah, and cults and uh, asexuals.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we talked about that a lot, didn't we? Yeah, we did. I can see how you got that. Okay, keep going. (laughs) (laughs) But
0: yeah, that's, that's something. Yeah. That's something that he can go out and he can share with people and connect to people on that level. Yeah. There is something... I don't want to shit on Urban White Trash too much, because I think he did show us something about him that is good. He's an open person, but he's just going by this bullshit rule book that means nothing. But he has the openness to really go
1: out there and make sincere connections with human beings. I think when you're not a sociopath, you have that in you. I see people do it all the time, like people with very limiting disabilities that limit you socially, you know? They find ways to connect with people, and... My biggest worry with him, and the worst part about it, is if Urban White Trash keeps down this road, he could end up really hurting somebody. Yes. Like, this is how you get rapists. Yes. To be quite honest, this is how you get sexual assault. People putting forward that kind of persona and just looking to get something from women. Well, hopefully this experience... So he's got a good side, but damn, he needs to, like, he needs to turn that around fucking immediately. Hopefully this experience
0: in this film helped them a lot. And the director did seem to allude in a later interview that it might have actually. So as much as we're turned off by these dudes behavior, we really want them to evolve into proper people
1: who aren't ashamed to get the help that they need. I'm, I'm turned off by two of these guys behavior. (laughs) The other two, like they should probably get therapy too. Like they should probably work on their self-esteem. They should make some friends who teach them about social skills, right? Because it seems like Michael, maybe not the dude with the tri-point hat as much, but who was the other guy at Genericon? Uh, Anthony. They seemed like legitimately sweet people. Yeah, like good Who guys. were just very, very shy. I have friends like that. Yeah. So
0: they, they don't seem that far off to me. They seem like, I have friends like that, that they're super
1: nerdy like that, and they still manage to find their way. I think most men, no matter how confident they seem can see a little bit of themselves in these guys if they're totally honest with themselves everybody feels like that guy sometimes sure urban white trash though can go fuck himself until he gets better (laughs) there's
0: kind of an epilogue where we meet up with michael and he talks about how it gets overwhelming and he wants to quit and to some degree that happens to all of us when we're making or trying anything yeah and it can take a lifetime to master that yeah but he uh he visits with a girlfriend from that he had 10 years ago. So he actually has had some contact with his life. It's just been a decade long. And he's talking to this girlfriend, ex-girlfriend. He meets up with her. And she tells a story about how she kissed him and he got all awkward. Then he described his memory. It was like, awkward? We kissed her like 10 minutes. But it was interesting to see from the female's perspective how her confidence can kind of downplay a scenario. That's true. It just goes to show that women have this these fucking issues too.
1: Oh, absolutely!
0: And are, is there female incels out there? You know, I didn't really do any research into that. There sure. was
1: that woman who stabbed Andy Warhol. Yeah, who was in Society for the Cutting Up men, for uh, Society for Cutting Up Men, yeah. scum for short. I don't know if it was if she was driven by involuntary celibacy as much as just encountering a lot of a lot of sexism and being angry about it. I think she preferred women, as
0: I understood. But it's been a while since I've kind of read her crazy stuff. Yeah. But Mike is vetting to this ex-girlfriend. And the ex-girlfriend says, it's pretty much the last thing that's spoken in this movie. Not verbatim, but the ex-girlfriend says, look, maybe you're not in some position that you think you should be in. Because Michael has a job. He seems to be doing well in terms of being able to maintain his life. He's just not getting the romance that he wants. And she says, maybe your life is not what you think it should be, but you need to realize that you have
1: a good life. It seemed like she was saying two things at that moment. That one, you know, try not to be so bitter about the hand that life has given you because you've got a lot more going for you than you think. And the other one is, you know, maybe you're not as much of a loser as you think. Yeah. You've got a few things going for you. There's a lot of people in this society, in this world,
0: that would look at him like just the fact that he's got his shit together in some way and that he's obviously a smart guy. He's really good with computers. And a lot of people look at this guy and see him as a guy who's got things figured out.
1: That's true.
0: Always greener on the other side. Isn't it? But that is the film Shy Boys IRL by Sarah Gardafee. Our first real lesson into... And in the
1: incel slash shy boy community. Like I said, I had no idea who they were until just recently. I mean, I've met guys like that all throughout my entire life. Now, Johnny, we don't rate in
0: a star rating scale. Go to fucking shit hell stars. We rate in the... Vir- I'm glad you said that after such a touching episode. <laughs> we rate in the Hertzog rating scale. What we're going to do is... You're going to give this one through five herzogs. Okay. I'm going to give it one through five herzogs. We are going to combine these... For best out of
1: 10 Hertzogs. Johnny, how'd you feel about this movie? You know what? It might be one of of my favorite ones that we've reviewed yet. Um, Jesus Camp was super fucking relevant 10 years ahead of its time. Over 10 years ahead of its time. It was timely when it came out. 12 years later, it showed us what that path has brought us to. It showed us the end result of that line of thinking and the actions that we were taking. And I think Shy Boys IRL is one of those. I mean, this was only four years ago, but I feel like it did the same thing. She saw something that was interesting and troublesome about male sexuality, especially straight male sexuality. And she uh, took 30 minutes and made a very enlightening documentary and humanized them a lot more than I thought she would and even made at least one of them dropped the act for long enough to find out what was really going on. And, you know, after two related terrorist attacks from white males, four years later, I think that short span of history has made her making that documentary worthwhile. Very and relevant. Honestly, I would like to give it four. I think there was, it didn't seem like there was a wasted moment that whole in that whole film. It wasn't the best, it was no budget, but damn, it was, it was really good. Subject matter was timely, and her coverage of the subject matter covered all of the bases that I wanted to, including just showing for a second that one guy who thinks the government should pay for him to have a girlfriend. I believe this did come out around the same time as the red pill, and since I think the red pill is shite and very poorly made. I, I still haven't seen it, and I I think— It's it, fucking garbage. I think it's only a matter of time,
0: but I'm not looking forward to it. Do it with Stewart, not me, okay? Stuart doesn't want to do it. <laughs> Stewart doesn't want to do the movies we talk about.
1: <laughs> Did I say stars? I don't think so. Okay, good. Go to fucking shithell stars. Four Herzogs. I'm with
0: you, man. I, w- I really liked this doc a lot. The amount of time that she gave us is the perfect amount of time. It's not trying to blow the bells and whistles off with settings and And displays but she does successfully represent an environment of these dudes especially at the point when they're all getting together Mm -hmm. and going out and shopping and you get this vibe that you rarely see Sarah but there you see them parsing through their troubles with each other but they're also having to contrast this with the fact that there is a woman that is following them around while they complain about how they can't get women that's true and there's just this kid who is holding a boom mic that they keep calling an alpha male, and he's just some skinny little kid. <laughs> Poor Kyle. And even Kyle, though,
1: if you're out there. Kyle should have his own Facebook we, fan we, page. We seem to think you're a solid dude. <laughs> we like you, Kyle. This is coming from two people who are clearly also
0: not alpha. And Sarah's not over-injecting herself into this. She's in this just enough because mm-hmm. you can feel her presence. Because it means something to the subjects that she's shooting.
1: She didn't inject herself into every scene, like, what's-her-name did in her trash documentary, The Red Pill.
0: And whether she intended to do this or not, she really pulled off kind of a little bit of a therapy session with these people. They kind of were breaking down a little bit. I think Advanced is definitely in needing of some therapy like many people in this so movie so much with the body dysmorphia and he, uh, he's got some self esteem and he's, the he's got some real self profoundly intense self esteem issues and which I hope, is
1: affecting the way he treats other people
0: yes and affecting the way he talks about other people but urban white trash and michael and many other people everything seemed to be kind of a put on at some points but by the end things seemed very sincere And you could tell that these guys are maybe hopefully kind of starting to turn around on the long journey of just being sincere and respectful people without having to put themselves down or put down someone else who chooses not to be with them.
1: Or without taking these feelings that they're expressing and pointing the finger at women and saying, this is what you did to me.
0: Now, the extremities of incels or what's in the news right now mm-hmm. that's not really what this movie is nope. this movie was be- uh, before a lot of that and um but it, it is a problem it is a legitimate problem that you we need to look at but this movie is a great 101 into these communities and how they think these are guys that they have issues and they need help i'm against their approach i'm against their bullshit online philosophy that they build up around each other in this internet circle jerk. Fuck most internet circle jerks, including the ones where you're saying things I might like. (laughs) Slow your roll, internet circle jerks. And incels can really need to slow their fucking roll and maybe get away from their keyboard and go see a therapist. And I thought Sarah Gardafee did a great job. And if anyone wants to get an introduction into this community, go to YouTube, You can find Shy Boys, came out, I believe, in 2013. Give this a watch. It's only like 30 minutes of your time. And it's actually really well done and really human too. You're not watching some big production. You're watching...
1: I think this doc is more human than anything we've reviewed in a
0: while. I'm legitimately impressed with how much I did enjoy this. So I'm going to give this 4.25 Hertzogs. You gave it 4 Hertzogs. I gave it 4.25 Hertzogs. That brings it to a total of 8.25 out of 10 dogs. check it out. And it's not going to take a lot of your time. Admittedly, its shortness might have been one of my favorite parts of it, too. She didn't leave you much room to get bored. So, folks, that's that's this movie, Shy Boys, by Sarah Gardafee. You can watch it for free on YouTube right now. I think she has a Vimeo page. Look up Sarah Gardafee, G-A-R-D-E-P-H-E. She made a good film for something that is relevant right now. And, folks, nobody owes you anything you got to work for it just like everyone else. And if you never get it, well, move on.
1: However, if you do work, your employer owes you a decent wage. And if they don't give you a decent wage, you need to seize the means of production. Okay. Well, Otherwise, nobody owes you anything.
0: I was kind of talking about the rules of attraction.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nope. Socially, nobody owes you anything. But that
0: is but yes, that's also important what you just said. If you're getting your money shafted, is that the right word? Shafted? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Keep on knocking.
1: Keep down
0: the barrel of a photograph
1: Say where the road goes. Actually, I actually would also you have a bugger hanging out of your nose. Oh shit. Yeah, outside. There you go. Oh. <laughs> so gross. I know what goes on, I mean The penis enters the vagina, thrust, 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 question mark, question mark, question mark, profit.